Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple-Bodley. Today's episode is all about vibration. Well, we've heard this word vibration for a long time now. But what really is vibration? Why is vibration higher or lower? How do we increase our vibration? What's the benefit of increasing the vibration? It's so much different than I think we all think it is. And really what vibration is all about is fear. Fear is caused by this illusion of separation. We don't believe that we're all connected. We believe that we're individual. This causes great fear. The more you believe that you're separate, the more fear will exist in your reality. As you raise your vibration, meaning you understand yourself as more connected or you see yourself from a higher perspective and in that higher perspective, you realize that you're more connected. You move yourself out of the fear. The fear in physical reality due to this idea of separation is intense. It's all around you. It's not freaking out because there's a lion. That's a part of it, of course, but it's what are people going to think about me? What if this doesn't work out? What's going on with my future? My past was bad. All these little things. Uh, I don't want to make a fool of myself. I don't want to embarrass myself. I don't want to fail at anything. All of this is stemming from the illusion of separation. As you raise your vibration and see through this illusion, you experience less fear. Now, it makes sense because if you understand you're connected to everyone and everything and everyone is you, which is a very hard concept to understand, but everyone is you, you couldn't get embarrassed. You would realize they're showing up to you know, be of some service to you, whether that's to reflect back who you're being or to see more connection in love or even a manifestation event. They are serving you because they are you. Now, we can't see that. The illusion is so strong, but intellectually and even emotionally, if you can come to this level where you start to realize we are all connected, we're all one, you're me, I'm you, you've come to listen to this podcast for me, I've come to make this podcast for you, you see how all that works? That's what raising your vibration is. If you think about raising your vibration that way, which you'll hear Joshua talk about, you'll move out of the fear and the illusion starts to fade away. So I hope you really enjoy this one. It's a fascinating one. I can really feel these things are getting deeper. I felt so much emotion in this one. At the end of it, I could barely even speak. The emotion that we feel, that's the thing. That's really how we interact with the non-physical. And when we start to raise our vibration, the benefit of that is more clear connection to the non-physical, to your inner self, to your guidance supporters, to information, to inspiration, to new ideas, to all the stuff you really want. So I hope you really enjoy this episode. It's a fascinating one. Please let me know what you think in the comments. Please share it with your friends. Please make sure that you like it. Uh, please leave a review and please make sure you're subscribed. Okay, great. Let's get started. We're thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. As you're getting more comfortable with understanding how physical reality is working, who you truly are, where you exist in the non-physical and how that existence as your inner self prepares you for everything you're going to go through and guide you every step of the way through the emotions you feel, 
through intuition, through ideas that come to you that on the surface might seem unusual or maybe even not worthwhile through that inspiration that's always flowing. And how do you connect to that inspiration? How do you connect to yourself? How do you connect to the non-physical, all the wisdom, all the information, all the things you would ever need to know, all the perspectives that exist in the fabric of all that is, maybe in what you call the Akashic Record? How do you tap into that? Well, you know that this is a vibrational reality. You are emitting a vibration in every single moment. There's only the now moment. So the moment that you exist in right now, whatever you're thinking, whatever you're feeling, whatever you're perceiving, however you think things are going and how you perceive yourself in your reality all adds to that vibration. Now, if you think about the non-physical and how the vibration that exists in that realm without fear, what that might be like, you might assume that that vibration is high, is quick, is fast. And then when you think about fear and the density of this physical reality and the solid objects around you, we might think of that as a more dense frequency, a lower vibration. And it's not that higher or lower is better or worse. Those things do not exist in the non-physical. That is nothing other than neutrality. When you are in a physical reality, you tend to label things and judge things and categorize things. And you might say, this is better than that. And that's worse than this. And this is more and that's less. And that is the sum of all these parts, but that is not a whole as it is. And so when you think the term low vibration or even limited perspective, you might be judging that as wrong or bad. It's simply an experience. It's simply a communication or a line of communication. There is no good or bad. There is no better or worse. There's no right or wrong. It's all neutral. But there is a difference in frequency. And the frequency that we exist at in the non-physical is a high vibrational frequency. That's all it is. And a high vibrational frequency could be associated with high vibrational feelings in your physical reality, such as love and joy and interest and curiosity and fun and excitement and a feeling of connection rather than separation. A feeling of separation would be associated with a low vibrational frequency, not bad or wrong, just a different kind of frequency. Frequency of anger, for instance, is lower than a frequency of any form of joy. A frequency of despair or disillusionment or dissatisfaction is a lower frequency. And so the communication along those lines would be associated with those feelings, would be more dense. And in this physical reality, you have the option. You can vibrate at a more limited, lower frequency and connect with separation, connect with earthly things, connect with physical things, connect with thoughts that humans have always thought, thoughts of fear, thoughts of anguish, thoughts of suffering, thoughts of boredom, thoughts of disinterest, thoughts of loneliness and separation. And so when you're thinking in terms vibrationally, and you want to connect with more intelligence and more wisdom and more clear information, you want to raise that vibration. And the way to raise that vibration is simply to understand yourself in higher terms. You are the creator of your reality. You are supported in every moment. Everything that happens is happening for you. How you're perceiving yourself is a choice that you may make at any time. And that choice will allow you to communicate. Communicate to your non-physical inner self, communicate to your guides and supporters, 
communicate to source, connect with the acacia record, connect with any information or any potential or any idea that exists in the non-physical, knowing that you don't require information that has been obtained by other humans, because that is generally at a more limited perspective than yours, and is filtered through that limited perspective based in fear. And so it's not really the fullest or the truest form or source of that information. You might think that others around you know more than you do based in their experience or expertise or diplomas or education or something like that. But all of that communication coming from non-physical is clear. It's perfect. It's removed from the fear. There is no filter. That is communication that you can tap into readily and easily when you're existing at that higher vibration. So the higher vibration then aligns you to a form of communication and a form of information that is not filtered through a person's perspective based in fear. Everything that is known on earth now, generally speaking, that has not been communicated through the higher vibration of the non-physical, such as this information, is filtered through some fear. And in the filtering of fear, and in the perspective of a 3D reality, which is limited, the information is not exactly how it is represented in the non-physical. It's not as clear, it's not as pure, it's not as correct, we will say. It's valuable for sure. And people can play with these thoughts and concepts and scientists are doing this all the time. But as you know, someone might reach a higher vibration and tap into a new idea and then test the idea, experiment with it, explore it, discuss it. And the new idea is not readily available to most people because they're not yet at that vibration. And then those who proceed to move their vibration up in that specific area will start to understand the information. And then they'll add their own insights to it and their own experience to it. And they'll come up with new experiments. And a lot of this information, they have reached a high enough vibration where they can tap into some non-physical source of information, yet it is still filtered through fear. And it's a wonderful thing because it gives people a lot of things to explore and discover and play with. And new ideas come out of this. And generally, it raises the vibration of the entire population. But a lot of people are stuck in a vibration of the problem, are stuck in a lower vibration of the fear. And so they have access to little outside of that vibration. They get more problems, more fear, more things to be afraid of, more issues to contend with, more worries and doubts, and even more exploration of the inauthentic self, the aspect of them that is filtered through this fear, how they perceive themselves. So when you're looking outside yourself for any information, you must ask yourself, why? Who has reached a higher vibration than me? Who is really seeing through the illusion of this reality? You can see that in a two-dimensional perspective, you are left out of a lot of information. You don't know what's up. You don't know what's down. You don't know what's in the past or the future. You don't know a lot of stuff. And your perception of that reality from two-dimensionally, just on a flat sheet of paper, you can't really understand what's going on in the third dimension. So now you're in a third dimension, a 3D reality, but there's so much more that exists outside of this that is not known to you because your physical senses cannot perceive them. 
as you endeavor to raise your own perspective of yourself and your reality, you will start to see glimpses of another reality, a reality that's always been there, but has been imperceptible to you. When you release the fear associated with this 3D reality, where most of that fear is irrational and does not involve you whatsoever, the fear of what people think, the fear of saying something that might be seen as foolish, the fear of rejection, the fear of failure, these sort of fears. When you rise above that and realize you're perfect as you are, you've never made a mistake, you can't possibly make a mistake, everything you've ever done was perfect because it led you here, you're on a journey of self-discovery and you discover who you are not for a while and then you discover who you truly are. When you start to see things this way, then you move into a, another realm of perception. A realm of perception that includes not just the physical, solid reality that you perceive with your senses, but an ethereal reality that has always been there that many of you are starting to perceive now. All of those that you've lived in this life and have transitioned to the non-physical have never left your side. They're with you all the time. You just can't perceive them, though some of you can. You assume that you can't talk to them, but of course you can with your thoughts. And when you start realizing that this other reality has always existed, but beyond your ability to perceive it with physical senses, then something magical happens. Those non-physical senses that are a part of your human body, your human form that you brought in with you for the non-physical, we call them your empathic abilities, start to come online. But you have to get out of the fear first because if you're in fear, it will interrupt the vibration of these empathic abilities and you will not be able to perceive what they're designed to perceive because the interference of the vibration of fear blocks those abilities from seeing the next dimension, the ethereal dimension of the non-physical. As you get out of the fear, you have created a vibration that is aligned with the non-physical. And this opens up all kinds of abilities to see with your third eye, with your imagination, to communicate with your thoughts, to feel with a ethereal set of feelings with all these other senses start to come online. Now you can imagine if you would use these non-physical abilities while in fear, they would resonate with the fear part of it. Once you rise above the fear, well, then it's just natural. It's always been there. It makes sense to you. And then the more you experience it and the more you play with it, the more your belief system is altered. Now, you can imagine a belief system of someone who is in deep fear, perceiving reality is out to get them, and that they live in a universe that is malevolent, and they must protect themselves. Well, to see beyond what's physical would just cause more fear, because they're in a denser vibration. The more you move up in your vibration, the less dense this reality gets, the less physical it gets. And so essentially what you're doing is moving from a very, very, very rigid and physical reality where time is calculated in minutes and seconds and milliseconds 
to a reality where time loses its meaning. An hour that you might have experienced 10 years ago may seem like a few minutes now, or may seem like a few days now. You will understand that time is not rigid. Time is a individual perceptual thing, just like everything else is in physical reality. What you perceive with your eyes and call the color blue is unique to you. What you perceive as a tree, that tree has never existed in the same way for anyone or anything ever. It's unique to you. You have created that tree through a process of filtering down information through a perspective of how you see yourself. Someone could look at a lion and be terrified. And someone could look at a lion and see nothing but beauty. The difference is how they perceive themselves and the fear associated with that perception. It may sound a little bizarre or crazy or wacky to think that you could alter your belief system and your perception of yourself. But you do this all the time, and you all have memories of childhood. You all have memories of childhood thinking that your parents were giants, thinking that they were almost godlike in your eyes, believing every single thing they said, believing that they knew so much. And then you grew, and they shrank, and you became wiser. And somehow they lost a lot of their glimmer. They lost a lot of that sheen that you perceived them as children. And so your belief system simply changed because of experience and growth and expansion of yourself. So what you believed as a child, you no longer believe now. You no longer believe in the Easter Bunny or Santa Claus. Well, maybe some of you do, but the majority of you have realized that was just a tall tale to delight and surprise children. So you know your belief systems have changed since childhood. And you know your belief systems have changed as you found your way to this information. And those of you in the courses are seeing a quite substantial shift in that mental construct. You're allowing your beliefs to become malleable. And as you do, you let go of the rigidity of the information that was fed to you in childhood and throughout your years. Now, that information was always fed to you by others at lower vibrations, lower perspectives than where you are now. And so we want you to take a look at yourself and realize that everything you've learned was based in someone else's idea of how the world worked, but never applied to you because they didn't know you. They couldn't see who you truly were. They have no idea what your pre-birth intentions are. They have no idea of the magnificence and power of your non-physical source energy. They were always operating from a more limited perspective than you. And when we say you are among the highest perspectives on earth, whether you're on this call now or listening at a later date, if you're listening to this information, if it resonates with you at all, it's because that perspective is so high. And the vibration that you are emitting resonates with this vibration. That's the only reason you're here. That's the only reason any of this makes sense to you. And so as you let go of what you think other people know that you don't know and realize that you personally, all of you, have access to the wisdom of the non-physical, to the truth stemming from the non-physical, 
to information that has not been unlocked yet by anyone anywhere. And when you come up with an idea, when you come up with a connection vibrationally that is so high that you unlock a new idea that has never been unlocked before, we gain the benefit of that in the non-physical instantly. Now you can see as new inventions arrive on your earthly plane, that most people are not vibrationally matched to the new ideas. And so there's a bit of resistance to any new idea. When you think of the cell phone invented decades and decades ago, no one thought that was a good idea. When electricity came into the house, everyone was afraid of it, it would catch fire. When bathrooms came from outside as outhouses to the indoor plumbing that exists now, most people were resistant to that idea. When automobiles were first unleashed on the roads, no one could understand why you would use them, what the purpose was, and that they were dangerous, noisy machines. But eventually, everyone became a vibrational match to these very obvious household items that everyone uses all the time. And so this information, because of all of you interacting with it and adding it to the consciousness of humanity will allow it to spread and build. When you think about this in your own life, when you take these teachings into your own practice and have experiences with them, you add to the mass consciousness of humanity. When you talk about it with your friends, in whatever level you decide to do it, you add that, you uplift them and add it to the consciousness. When you take action in a new way, when you express love rather than fear, when you react differently than you did before, you are raising the vibration of the entire population of humanity on this planet. This is the work that you're all doing. This is what you're all built to do. This is why you came here. You're all teachers, you're all leaders, you're all explorers, you're all mavericks, but no one will know more than you. No one will know more than you ever in any subject because you're at a higher vibration and you can access these subjects from the non-physical rather than from textbooks or Google or videos or podcasts by other people because they're not at your level yet. They will be eventually. There'll be more and more of them. And as this happens, there'll be more new ideas coming and more expression of love. And this is the great tipping point of humanity. And as humanity ascends by the work that you're all doing and you're thinking and acting and behaving, as humanity ascends to these higher vibrations, there'll be less fear in this reality, less experiences of fear, different experiences of fear, and more experiences of love and compassion and joy and fulfillment and satisfaction. If you understand yourself from this perspective, from the perspective that we just illustrated, that this is the contribution that you all are adding to your fellow man, because your fellow man is you. And this illusion of separation is breaking down. As that breaks down, there's no need for the fear. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you would like to talk about. Who would like to start? I'll start. Porter. So this is such a perfect topic because I've been recently noticing that I don't understand other people at all. And it's kind of 
boggling my mind and maybe you could help me with this a little bit so i've had examples like really simple things like i i um have an airbnb that we're going to stay at and they said that they have free parking on premises which i took to mean on the property but it meant free street parking which they also selected so there were two things free parking on premises free street parking but there's just street parking and i realized that I've really sought to understand people my whole life. I was thinking back to like asking questions in school and things like that. And now I'm wondering whether that's kind of slowing me down. Well, it's not that it's slowing you down because it is fun to play with this idea, but it's coming from a perspective where you're, you and everyone else believes you're saying words that have meaning that other people understand from their perspective. You're looking at things in the same way that other people are seeing them. And now you know none of that is true because how someone interprets their reality through their mental construct, their perception of themselves and their physical senses will always be unique to them because they are the creator and generator of that reality. Now, if you think about the English language, how many words do you know of that you can identify a tree? Well, you might be able to say what kind of tree, you might be able to say the scientific declaration of that tree, but the descriptive part of a tree is usually limited to a sentence or two. So how descriptive is it? You take a trip to, to Paris, you come back three weeks later, you sit down with your friends and they ask you, how was Paris? And you may have a couple of paragraphs about Paris from your own perspective. They will interpret those words from their perspective and their perception. Having never been to Paris, can they really understand what it was like for you to experience Paris? Not at all. Well, now you can show them pictures, but you have no idea what they're seeing. You're seeing some wonderful historic architecture that to you can be identified as Parisian, and they're looking at something completely different based in their past experiences and their identification of self and their identification of you and all these other factors that are outside of your individual perception of anything. Gary was surprised to learn that when he wrote the first book, he would write a paragraph and he would say, okay, there's a hundred words contained in that paragraph. And that every single person will read this exact same thing and understand it the same way he does. And then we explained to him in an analogy, it's as if you wrote five different paragraphs. And each paragraph that you wrote will meet somebody where they are on their spiritual journey. You are understanding it from a certain perspective and a certain vibrational truth based on where you are on your journey. And as that journey progresses, you will go back to read the same paragraph over and never remember reading it. or believing that it said something different than it does now. This is what's happening in your ethereal reality, which you believe is a physical reality. It seems physical to you. But you know that if you look closer and closer and closer with a microscope at your chair, you'll notice it's just vibrating energy. There's nothing physical to this at all. Now, when you wake up in the morning and you open your eyes, you do not believe that you created that bedroom. 
Not only that, you do not realize that you created that bedroom specifically for you that no one else can ever see. Your child walks into the bedroom, you perceive that your child is seeing the same bedroom that you've just created. But of course, as they open the door, they create their own bedroom and they create their own version of you. You know for certain that your child does not see you as you truly are and that everyone else you know perceives you in a different manner. Your bait perceives you differently. Your parents perceive you differently. Your friends perceive you differently. Co-workers, collaborators, the general public, everyone perceives you differently based in their perception of themselves. So when you try to communicate with someone, thinking that the words that you speak in the language you speak mean certain things, specific, concrete, rock-solid things, it's never true. It's never been true. The words are simply vibrational. Now, you might read that listing, and to you, parking is important. And so your focus or your attention has been drawn to all the information in that listing, and you see on-premise parking. Perfect. That's what you need. That's what you're looking for. Many others will look at that and never see the on-premise parking. To them, it doesn't even exist because it's not part of their focus of attention. It's not important to them. You think that that listing exists perfectly as it is for everyone all the time, but it's completely unique as perceived by each unique perceiver of that listing. And so it's a wonder there's not far more examples of confusion and miscommunication. It's amazing that you agree to anything at all. It's amazing that your, your disputes are not more exaggerated than they are. But the thing is that you've all been learned how to communicate in this basic rudimentary way since childhood. So you're all accepting certain things that have never been true you really aren't diving deep in the reality of this form of communication. As your vibration goes up, you will notice new types of conversation. You'll be obviously drawn to new types of people who resonate at that same level. You'll notice that your communication will become more telepathic, that you will understand people not by what they say or what their body language is, but by who they truly are and where their perception of themselves is. Yes, you have to be this high vibrational being to interact with anyone on any valuable le level whatsoever, especially as a teacher or as someone who is bringing new insights and new ideas and new reality through your art. But it's not for everyone because there's a lot who are not ready for it. They exist at a frequency where they cannot connect with you because your vibrational frequency is so high. Now, what happens at first is you will notice actually more separation. You will just not be able to bump into people who are low vibrational. Prissy has had experiences where she could not see or perceive the homeless person that everyone else saw until they started communicating or interacting with that person. It was not in her reality. It did not exist. And this is what's happening to all of you all the time. There are people among you who you never see. Physically, you could stare right at them, but you would not see them because their vibration is so different than yours. 
And as you all are raising your vibration, whether you're on this call now or listening at a later date, as you endeavor to raise this vibration, there are those you will not see. They will not be able to be in your reality because they are not a vibrational match to you. That could worry you a little bit. You could say, well, my uncle, he is in fear all the time. I'm never going to be able to see him again. Well, it doesn't really work exactly that way because there are other connections, family connections, history connections, expectation and belief connections that will always tie you in a vibrational sense to that person. And no matter how high your vibration raises or how more limited there goes, which isn't really possible, you will always have some connection to that person. But those who are starting to really experience the depths and the density of this reality in fear, who do so for an eventual bounce up to a new perspective, are not going to exist within your reality. Nothing wrong with that at all. It's been happening the whole time without you knowing it anyway. Because of your high vibration and where you are, you're likely not to encounter those that are unnecessary. You're likely not to have disagreements anymore or conflicts. You're likely going to be exuding so much love and compassion that it is no longer necessary for those who are in lower vibrations to be in your reality. And you'll be more tuned to the non-physical and to what is actually happening outside of this 3D, five senses reality that you're looking at. So there's no problems in that. But occasionally, you will, for some reason, just like any manifestation event, bump up against something or someone that seems to be not a vibrational match. How could this listing where I specifically wanted on-site parking, on-premise parking, how could that even show up in my reality? If there was no other purpose for this, it would not show up in your reality. It would be omitted from your reality because it serves no purpose. You do not want off-premise parking. So why did it come? Why did the seemingly lower vibrational listing with the seemingly lower vibrational people unable to properly communicate, how did that come in your reality? Did that come in to do something to you or did it come to help you in some way? To give you a manifestation event, to help you think along a new line of thought. Did you ever consider that your vibrational frequency would exclude those who were not at that level? Or did you simply assume that everyone was here all at the same time, all perceiving the same thing, and all living within the same physical reality? This got you thinking. And this led to this question, which will get others thinking. Maybe, just maybe, this reality that I believe is solid, that I believe was here before I was born, was here before I walked in the room, maybe it doesn't work that way. If I'm the creator of my reality, is it all popping into reality the moment I open my eyes based in my mental construct, my beliefs, and my expectations? Is that how it's being created? And is there a void of nothingness when my attention is not focused on it? That's absolutely the case. This is literally how you create your reality. Now, knowing this, knowing that the doors to this room are closed, 
and nothing exists outside of this room in my reality. As I open the door, suddenly the hallway jumps into being because my field of vibration is creating a reality that conforms to my beliefs, a cohesive, coherent reality. Now, why does the paint on the wall in the hallway that does not exist when my door is closed appear the same color? Because of your beliefs and expectations, because of your memory, because that would make sense to you, because it is meaningful and purposeful to you, because it is for you in every way. And the hole in the wall that was there because the kids popped their toys through it, that I can't stand seeing it. Why is that there? Why isn't that cleared up? Because of your beliefs and expectations, because it makes sense to you. However, if it made sense to you that your children draw a crayon all over the wall, and all you have to do is believe and expect that it to be repainted somehow on its own, then that would be your reality. But your beliefs just are not that malleable yet. And so what do you do? Not too much different. All you do is call the painter, have him come in, have it taken care of. You didn't exert any energy other than picking up the phone. So you see how this reality is created based in your expectations, beliefs, and understanding. And all of that was taught to you by people existing in a lower perspective. So as you come into these higher perspectives, and learn actually how you create your own reality, you're always going to have a belief system based in education and interpretation and force feeding by those who lived in a lower perspective than you. And then your children will learn from you who have a lower perspective than them and so on and so on. But you see, eventually, as you all add your new thoughts and your new behaviors and your new way of thinking and your new vibration to the mass consciousness, the new ones coming in get to come in at an even higher level. Now, if you're all in fear, in war, in suffering, beating your children, fighting with everyone, those coming in would have to be prepared for that upbringing. So a little bit less sensitive, a little bit lower vibration. Hardly any of you beat your children anymore. Hardly any of you go to war anymore. Hardly any of you are in that lower vibration. And look what happens. You find this information. You start playing with it. You raise the vibration of the whole planet. Now, those who can come in after you get the benefit of this vibrational shift of the whole planet. So they can come in at an even higher vibration and move that needle even further. And this is the acceleration of this critical mass that's going on now. This is why you all came in here at the highest vibration possible. Evidence of that is your higher emotional sensitivity, because a higher emotional sensitivity equates to a higher vibrational being, especially in this earth reality, which is so feeling, so many feelings going on here. It's all you're doing is feeling something. And you wanted to come and play with all these feelings. But you knew that these feelings, this time around, you could have a choice. And that choice was determined by your perspective of yourself. That's why you're all here. That's why you're doing the work you're doing. That's why you're so 
interested and so enthusiastic. Of course, you have the beliefs that were fostered on you in the past from those living in limited perspectives, but now you are allowing your beliefs to become more malleable. And now you're not so trusting of the wisdom of others who profess to know more than you. You can connect to the optimum intelligence, your inner self, the highest perspective, the most powerful of beings in the non-physical. That's why you're here. You are that being projecting yourself down into this brand new reality, this brand new timeline, this brand new time period of awakening. As you see yourself from that perspective that we just illustrated, not needing to be guided by those who are living in fear or worried about what they have to say, even though they're on TV or others are listening to them who are also in fear. When you can opt out of that and tune in, go within to the intelligence that is innate within you and start trusting that and start experiencing that, there's no limit to what you can be, do, or have. Your intelligence is directly related to your perception of yourself and your reality. As you get into this higher vibration, you're going to notice that you're far more talented, educated, intelligent than you ever thought yourself to be. Because you're now determining the source of that education and that learning. Rather than being thrown into a school or thrown into a situation where others are force-fitting you, nonsense, literal nonsense. Excellent question. Who's next? Yes, uh, and I wanted to ask you to, to say something, to speak about something that is just beyond our reach of grasping. But you already did, so <laughs> it falls away. Uh, but what I was thinking during your explanation is... That hole in the wall and in the corridor. I know when I know that it's just a belief. Isn't there any way that I can fix it? Just fix it in my mind? Uh, aren't there any shortcuts that we are not thinking about? Well, when you say the word, I know, what you're saying is, I strongly believe. When you say, I don't know, your belief is malleable. And so in the I don't know, you are willing to learn. You're willing to have a new experience. You're willing to set up new neural connections. You're willing to investigate and experiment in the I don't know. And you're willing to believe what someone tells you. But generally, the source of that information, as we said previously, is based in fear and in a perception of reality that is inaccurate. If you're living in a 3D reality and you believe that the construct of this very physical reality is all there is, which is what most people believe, then you will have difficulty perceiving anything outside of that reality, such as the non-physical. But if you say, I don't know, and if you are astute enough to realize that any information coming out from outside of you is filtered through fear and cannot be accurate, that you'll have to look either at the source of that outside information or somehow have a belief that the information can be coming from within. Now, coming with, from within, what does that mean? That means it comes in through your thoughts, through your imagination, through those ideas that are streaming to you. If you know that those ideas are coming from your own brain, 
and some kind of firing of circuitry in the brain to produce new thoughts and new ideas, you're going to discount them. I don't know. Where would I get this information? Make no sense. But if you knew that you don't make the thoughts in your brain, you're not a thought factory, that all the thoughts are attracted to you based in one thing and one thing only, your perception of yourself and your reality, i.e. your vibration. If your vibration is high in this subject, imagine you are a gifted musician and songwriter and you have an emotion and you want to express that emotion or that feeling. And you know that you cannot find that expression outside of yourself. There's no other musician or artist that has ever expressed how you're feeling right now. You can only go within. And then the inspiration comes to you. You get the song. And then you play with the song and you rehearse the song and you think about the song and you share the song with your friends and you evolve the song. And now the song becomes synaptic pathways in your brain and you know this song. And you feel the feeling of experiencing that emotion that you were trying to describe through this song or art or novel or movie or whatever it is. That's how all this new stuff comes in. It's not manufactured. It's inspired. Where does it come from? Well, if you believe a 3D reality can't come from anywhere, it has to come from the brain. And can you see how limiting that belief system is? If a brilliant idea can only come from the brain of a brilliant person, and I'm not a brilliant person, I can never have any good ideas. If, however, I perceive what's beyond this physical 3D reality to a greater, truer reality, a non-physical reality, where I exist as my greatest self, my my non-physical self, along with source and all my guides and all my supporters, always beaming me this inspiration, then I can expect to receive it. I can also expect that when I receive inspiration, it's for my highest good every time. And it will lead me along a path to more experiences. Those experiences will teach me, will teach me the folly of my previous belief system based in an education of those living in fear, based on a perception of reality that is so limited, you cannot see outside of it. You just have to think 300 years ago, what the scientists were looking at then, what they believed then, what was happening then. Oh, microbes and bacteria can infect patients in surgical situations. And suddenly washing hands makes sense where it took years and years and years to catch on to that idea and then to adopt it because of a belief system that was never true based in a previous education from those who were at lower perspectives and couldn't see a different truth. As you're all raising your vibration and you're saying, everything that I learned was taught to me by someone else with a more limited perspective than I have now. And it was all filtered in fear. And it was all based on a perception of reality that was never true. Physics tells us that perception of reality 40 years ago is not true now. Scientists know that that perception of reality was limited compared to what is now. But of course, 100 years from now, 
this average Joe perception of reality will be considered antique, basic, rudimentary compared to what is the perception of reality in the future. So if you can get outside of that belief system, get outside of this understanding of physical reality that you have now, and start to imagine what's actually going on, where information is actually coming from, what's actually happening, talking about it with your friends, make videos about it, repeat it, take this course, take this course, practice this, do this assignment, feel the emotion, have the experience. Suddenly your mental construct changes and so does your perception of reality. Suddenly your vibration raises because you see yourself from a higher perspective. As that vibration raises, you get more into the truth of physical reality, which is a combination of physical and non-physical. So the physicalness of this reality now is less limiting because you've incorporated the non-physical of it. You can be having to do anything as long as you give up the I know how this system works. As you stretch that belief system, because all new learning bumps up against the highest levels of that belief system so that you can learn something new and experiencing something new and grow or expand as a physical human life. What you will see happen is a human life that does not endeavor to learn that which is new is not really growing. They're repeating the same old routine, the same old thoughts, the same old ideas, the same old expectations and beliefs. And they're generating the same reality over and over and over and over again. When the physical system does not grow, entropy sets in. Entropy starts to set in and the system starts to collapse because it is not growing. As you stretch your belief system and learn anything new with an awareness of where that information is coming from and who it's coming from. A little bit of skepticism is involved, but understand that as you interact with that thing that's new, you can bring in inspiration, thoughts, and ideas from your non-physical. You can start communicating strictly. You could get all your new ideas, all your growth, all the learning from your connection to your inner self, from the non-physical. But your belief system is not there yet. So learn whatever you want to learn, whatever you're interested in, whatever you're passionate about. You learn from the source of that information outside of you, but then you pepper it with contemplation. The contemplation will allow you to bring in ideas that have never been thought of before by a human being. You will then add to this thing that you're learning through an experience of what you've learned from them and what you've brought in from your non-physical pathways and you'll have an experience that's unique to you. And that experience will always have an emotional attachment to it, have some kind of emotion from it. That emotion that you feel, whatever that emotion is, cements it and is the result of the growth of learning that thing. Now, the emotion cements it as a new belief or a new way to think, a new idea. And so those of you who are playing with this information, experimenting it, and seeing actual experiences from it. Maybe many of you are experiencing unimaginable experiences. As you see that the unimaginable experience is the evidence of this new approach to life. The evidence 
that there's way more going on here than you can believe. The evidence that you're being guided and supported in every single step of your life. The evidence that you're powerful and magnificent leaders and teachers. And the evidence from these experiences where others would say, well, that's just a coincidence. That was just lucky. That was just unexplainable, but there's a reason for it to happen. Science would find it out. You're just making this up. When you start looking for these unimaginable experiences and realizing that they come for one reason, one reason over to show you your own power, to show you another side to this reality, Gary has had so many unimaginable experiences in the last six months. Very few of them can be communicated to others because the vibration doesn't really exist for them yet. And the words don't really make sense. How could that have happened? Not possible in physical reality, yet it happened. So either two things are happening. Gary is making it up, fabricating it. Gary has lost his mind somehow, or he missaw it or misunderstood what happened. From most people's perspective, where he tells these stories, there's something other than that happening. But Gary and his close friends who are with them saw it, know it, experienced it. There's no doubt whatsoever because they had the actual experience of it, not the after the fact communication of it. They know exactly what that was and how that felt. They have an emotion. So now they see reality differently from a brand new perspective. And they are now giving up what science has told them, what teachers have told them, what others who are filtering these ideas through fear into the educational system or into the lexicon. We want you all to start paying attention. When you look at the clock and it's 111, why did that happen? How is that possible? Oh, I look at the clock 10 times a day. It's likely to be all the numbers lining up. Well, what happens when you drive a new route to work or to the store and you see something that catches your eye and means something to you and you have an emotion about it. It starts to happen more and more and more because it's pushing the limits of your belief system up and up and up. And when you have the experience, that's what changes the belief. This is why the boot camp exists. This is why basic training exists so that you can have these experiences and then incorporate them into your life and have the emotional anchoring to all of it. Because when you do, and when it shifts your belief system, more wonderful stuff comes and accelerates the process of ascension, accelerates your process of expansion, expansion in love, not expansion in fear. Yeah, this is a lot to take in. This is a lot to believe. It is so different than what you were taught. This is so different than the limited belief structure that keeps you feeling safe. But all you have to do is experience it. All you have to do is play with it. All you have to do is experiment. All you have to do is talk about it with your friends. All you have to do is get comfortable. Then the experiences will follow. And when they do, it'll raise your perspective and continue this accelerated exponential expansion. This is the least silly question we've ever heard because it speaks to why you're all here. You did not come to live mundane, routine, repetitive lives. You did not come to stay small. You came to lean into life, 
to lean into all your relationships, to lean into all the fears, to lean into all the inspired ideas, to have your empathic senses come online. But to have them come online, you have to understand physical reality in a new way. You have to believe and expect that you have certain talents and abilities that will come online when you gain a high enough perspective of yourself, because you will come out of the fear. The communication is interrupted by the static caused by the belief of separation. Gary doesn't really like it when everyone's talking about we're all one, we're all one. How can we all be one? I am me, you are you, it's obvious. That idea of oneness is an interesting thing. Other realities all understand that they are one. Sure, they can separate themselves out, but this reality, there is this illusion. That's the underlying interesting thing about this reality. You come here and you have the feeling of separation. That feeling of separation causes the fear. In the belief system that you perceive you to be completely separated from everyone and everything, you live in a 3D finite reality. You are limited by nature. As you start to accept for the possibility that you are one with all that is and everyone, you automatically rise out of the fear because the fear only exists in the illusion of separation. As you move towards oneness, this idea of connectivity, you feel better. The feeling of anything other than pure joy is associated with the illusion of separation. Now, you'll have to figure it out on your own. How does this work that I'm actually connected to and one with all that is and everyone? No one's really teaching you. No one can teach you because the basis of this illusion is ingrained into every cell of your body. You're going to have to have experiences of oneness from time to time. And as you experience it and feel an emotion of oneness, the emotion of compassion and love and gratitude, as you understand that everyone is coming to serve you as a reflection of who you are and living those lives to create manifestation events or to create any relationship, they're coming for you because they are you. When you start to play with this idea, you automatically move out of the fear. The fear can only be had in the belief of separation. Those who believe in separation more and more and more live in more fear. Those who believe in oneness more and more live in less fear. As you live in less fear, you get evidence. You can't have the evidence if you live in fear, but there's no one outside of you who can direct you to the feeling of connection because words don't teach. The experience teaches. So how do you do this? We suggest meditation. In meditation, you can enter after enough practice, a void of nothingness. No one, no time, no thing, no identity, no influx of sensory data coming through your open eyes. Your eyes are closed. You see a void. Thoughts enter. You let them go. Soon enough, you'll let go enough thoughts that there'll be a space between the thoughts. Without the thought, there is no identity. So you're not trapped by old beliefs and thoughts. You're open. And in that openness comes new ideas. 
new information, new technology, new feelings, and new connection straight from your non-physical source. How do you get to that vibration when you're constantly looking around and perceiving everything as real? And you're identifying yourself based on what you see and feel and think. You stop sensory input and you stop thinking of yourself. You allow the beliefs to become malleable and you move towards the limit of that belief system in the idea that you're connected with everyone and everything. Wonderful question. Now we have time for a silly question. So remember, Harold's question was the least silliest question in the history of the world. So this question needs to be super silly. Who's got that question? I'll ask one. Since you guys are in the non-physical and time doesn't exist, do you already know what questions we're going to ask before we ask them? Well, when you say time doesn't exist, which is true, it simply means we're in the present moment now, 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 now. In the present moment where time doesn't exist, there's no future. That makes sense because there's no future yet in your reality. But if time exists, then there was a past. But all there was was a series of moments that led up to now. Those moments and the perspective of those moments are recorded and captured in a really cool little device that you might call the Akashic Records. Every perspective from every living thing is saved and documented in these records and can be accessed by you, by anyone who's interested at any time. You could say that was the past, but that comes from a linear perception of time. We don't really have a linear perception of time. We have, yeah, we know that this happened previous to that happening, but we don't calculate it that way. As you are well aware, from your perspective, as humans trying to protect yourself, you'd love to know what happens in the future. Well, that just comes from fear. We don't have any fear. So from our perspective, we are excited and delighted by everything's happening now. We're not rushing into the next moment because we are so thrilled with this moment. We are so present in this moment. All of our focus is in this moment. This moment for us is massive. There's so much going on and we could pay attention to any of it. So we have certain interests and we have certain things that we like to do, such as interact with you. Whether you're on this call now or in the shower tomorrow, we'll be with you. Doesn't matter. And so we can play around with the thoughts that you're thinking and the perspective that you're choosing and, and delight in all that. And as you reach higher perspectives, you unlock new things, new ideas. Now, those ideas are immediately available to us because there's no vibrational separation between them. You have a desire, it's created in the non-physical, and we get to play with that. We don't create these things, you do. You are the creators. The system was set up, but once that system's up and running, it's the physical people who come and create things through desire. Now, most other physical realities, not a lot of fear, so there's not a lot of desire. So the creation on earth is really fun to watch. And this is where most of the interest is happening anywhere. There's other stuff going on, but really this is the fun thing for us to watch. We are a group of teachers and leaders and cheerleaders. We find great joy in helping you raise your perspective. Because guess what happens? When you raise your perspective, you unlock new things. You feel better. You're in more joy. You're having new ideas. All this new stuff is going on. 
most of humanity is really repeating the same day over and over and over again. When you think in a new way, you create a new reality, a new future for yourselves. Now that future is unknown. We don't know what's going to happen. We see what has happened and what has always been happening with humans living in a fear and birthing desires and not really ever lining up with those desires. There is no true repetition because it's all from a unique perspective, but it's not really moving a lot. You come on and then you say, okay, humans have been creating out of fear for eons. What now if a group of humans got together and they all raised a perspective together, they all discovered who they truly are together. They all played with these new ideas together. And then they started thinking in a new way, interacting with the non-physical in a new way and coming up with ideas that had never been thought of before. And then reacting in new ways to old events and expressing more love and creating from love, not from fear. Who knows what's going to happen? We all know it's going to be incredible. We're all very excited about it. We're all thrilled to be watching this. We have no idea. If you look at a human who's going to war, well, that is a new perspective, but it's based in fear. And a lot of that's happened before. The outcome happened many times. You see a human operating in love, evoking compassion, where everyone else would evoke some emotion of fear. Something new is going to happen from that. Some new creation that's never been seen before is going to happen from that. You see a human who perceives themselves as source. They can be, have, and do anything. They understand how the system works. They let go of attachments to outcomes and need to protect themselves. They push past irrational fear easily. What can be created from that? We're seeing it now. Unimaginable experiences where the physical and the non-physical are blending in these experiences. When you start to have these experiences and they start when you see the numbers line up in the clock, where you, where you have some phrase that means something to you and you now see it on a billboard. Or you're thinking of a song and suddenly you walk into a room and they're playing that song. When you start to recognize this, this is the beginning of these unimaginable experiences. This is what you all came for. And when you expect this to happen, they're going to be everywhere. And you're going to see them easily and obviously. And you're going to look back to your past and you say, well, you know, back then I had that experience. That was an unimaginable experience. It was unexplainable. And now I know exactly why it happened and how it happened. I thought it was explainable in some way, like luck or random or coincidence. It was set up so that I could view myself differently from a higher perspective. And that's what these experiences do. So there's this interesting thing, interesting dynamic happening. As you raise your perspective, you create new unimaginable experiences that have never happened before. We get to watch this as you have the experience and feel the emotion of that experience your perspective raises again, and you have another unimaginable experience, and another one, and another one, and it's this exponential rocket ride to the highest perspective that's ever been reached by humanity. These levels of perspective are being broken through continuously by all of you. And those of you who break through them first make these big gaps available for the rest of you to follow. And it's easier for you. And then something unimaginable happens. 
we find new words and new ways to express what we could never say before because you wouldn't believe it. But now the evolution of our teachings happens because you're evolving your perspective yourself. And so do you see how this interplay between the physical and non-physical works to serve all of you who are willing to go here on a new adventure of perspective? And so we drop to our knees in gratitude for you and your bravery and courage and willingness to move that mental construct higher and higher and higher. The sky's the limit. This is going to be so much fun for you and for us. And we couldn't be more excited to be with you. And with that, we're complete. Thank, thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Joshua. Yeah, that one changed my idea of what vibration was. It cleared it up for me a lot. It's funny how you can go so long. I've been doing this 10 years now, and there's still so much I don't know. And every time I think I know something, it opens up 10 more things I don't know. So you can see how this learning process is uh, eternal. You're all, every time you know something, you learn something new, or, or it uh, opens up 10 new questions, and there's much more to learn. But as we really understand this idea of vibration, as we start to see ourselves as more connected, um, as we start to see that the non-physical is really watching out for us and really guiding us and really you know, there for us, we're connected to them, of course. That's when you raise your vibration. And when you raise your vibration, the illusion of separation starts to fade away. And when that fades away, the fear is so much less intense. And when it's less intense, you can do more and have more and be more and see yourself more clearly. So I, I really hope you enjoy this one. If you did, let me know in the comments. Uh, you can always send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. You can take a look at the website. We have a uh, course that's the seven-day course there. It's normally $79, but if you use the coupon code 50OFF, you'll get it for $29. It lets you play with that manifestation event form. Yeah, it's, it is a pretty difficult course. You do it on your own, but it, it leads you into this idea of what manifestation events are, why you're perceiving things as bad or wrong, what your limiting beliefs are, and how to process those limiting beliefs. Um, so take a look at that course. It's a great first step. It's very easy. You do it on your own. You get all the meditations. And by the way, the way to raise your vibration is through meditation. There's, it, I know, I didn't want to meditate either. I didn't like meditating. I've been meditating for 10 years now, and now I love it. Now I do it every single day. Of course, you should do it every single day, but I can meditate for an hour now. I can stop thought. I can receive inspiration. I can have communication. I can take a look at myself more clearly. I can find my limiting beliefs through meditation. I get brilliant ideas all the time in meditation. So uh, the 10 Joshua meditations come with that course. So just that alone is worth the $29. Uh, if you ha have any topics that you'd like Joshua to talk about or any questions, or you'd like to be uh, live on this, send me an email and I'll tell you how to do that. All right. Have a fantastic week and we'll see you next time. Bye.